Hello! Welcome to my first podcast. My name is Ellie, and I have a guest with me. Hi, I'm Thor 3.0. I will be determining if the microbiome is really good for us or not. I will give a good guy or bad guy point, which will add up in the end to determine if we should be grateful of this massive, mysterious system in our bodies. To start off, you're probably thinking, why in the, why in the world is this called Do You Know You Have a Second Brain? Well, let me introduce you to the microbiome. And yes, it is living in you right now. Actually, we have about 10 times as more microbial cells in our body than we do of human cells. Okay, that's weird. You're probably still wondering, what, what is the microbiome? Well, Britannica.com tells us it is the full array of microorganisms that live on and in humans, and more specifically, the collection of microbial genomes that contribute to the broader genetic portrait or metagenome of a human. Whoa, whoa, slow down. That was really confusing. Okay, to make it less confusing, it's basically all of the microbes that live in our body. That would be like bacteria, fungi, viruses, and protozoa. And it's mostly in our guts. But why do we even have the microbiome? Well, the microbiome is actually really important for us, for us humans, because it takes care of our health. These microbes can protect us from diseases, regulate our immune system, help digest our food, and provide produced vitamins. Isn't that cool? What do you think, Thor 3.0? You know, I'm still not sure about this whole microbiome thing, but I'm glad it keeps me healthy, so I'm going to give it a good guy point. Also, I still don't know why the microbiome is called your second brain. Oh, right. Well, it's actually a nickname involving the microbiome because the enteric nervous system in your guts can operate completely independently from the brain and spinal cord. The enteric nervous system is made of a bunch of neurons in your gastrointestinal tract, where you can also find your microbes. That's really cool. And I had no idea about that. I want to know more about how they keep, how they keep you healthy, though. Gut microbes are superheroes like you, because they can battle infection by developing special immune cells like white blood cells to work kind of like the body's first line of defense against invading pathogens. Increasing the immune response can also help counter patients with autoimmune diseases. Wow, I give that a good guy point. I have a question though. Is it possible for some microbes that come to exist in our bodies to be non-native and be an invasive species in our body? They can't all be native and good guys, right? Yeah, sometimes native and good guy microbes can even turn into bad guy microbes. This happens when our bodies don't keep a microbe in check, which can let it grow excessively and travel elsewhere. If this happens, we can get sick. Non-native microbes can get into your body too. An example of this could be Listeria, a disease-causing bad guy microbe. It enters your body through contaminated food. If our immune system can't fight it off completely, the Listeria could travel all the way to your central nervous system. And Listeria is very foreign there. Listeria can get there if the microbes cross the endothelial cells that line the blood vessels, which separate the blood from the brain. Yikes! That's not fun. The microbiome is getting a bad guy point now. Changing the subject, let's talk about how microbes even come into existence in your body. You're first introduced to them during birth, and your microbiome is completely different than everyone else's because it's determined by your DNA. Then, your environmental exposures and diet can change up your microbiome and can even impact if you're getting healthier microbes or microbes that will negatively impact you. Well, that means we should all live healthy lifestyles so we can have microbes that will positively impact us. 
Right. And just like a jungle, our bodies are an ecosystem because we have trillions of organisms, including microbes, that live and work together inside of us and help benefit each other. For that cool fact, I'm giving out a good guy point. I'd like to know more about how different organisms benefit each other. The human body and microbes can have mutualistic relationships, like bacteria and its host, which would be a certain place in our bodies. In this relationship, they both benefit because bacteria gets a place to live and free food, while the body is getting protected from harmful microbes coming in. Wow! It's just like how I'm getting to talk on a podcast for the first time, and you also benefit because you get a guest and help with it. Okay, that was a reach, but I'll give another good guy point. Wow, I didn't think I would give out this many good guy points. That was a great comparison, by the way. Adding on to the relationships between your body and microbesing, some real examples would be that microbes can impact your weight management, mental health, and your blood sugar control. Did you know that there are certain niches that microbes like to fill in your body? No. What would be your... Would that be like your nose? Yeah, it can be. Microbes colonize a landscape filled with proper nutrients and proper environment to thrive. Most of our microbes are actually in our gut. Usually when people talk about the microbiome, they may also refer to your gut. They might call it your gut microbiome or your gut health. Microbes really like it there because it's where most of your nutrients travel. I've never thought of my gut as cool, but it attracts all those microbes, so it must be the life of the party. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you don't let your gut go into the gutter by eating a bad diet or else your microbes might not think your gut is so great anymore. Now, microbes are in more places than the gut, right? Yeah. Microbes are all over our body, and there are so many kinds of them, too. Having a very diverse microbial population is actually really important for our health because it allows for a more flexible and varied response to environmental changes, like stress. The more diverse your microbes are, the better your body can cope with disturbances. I hope that you enjoyed learning about your microbiome today, and I hope you're more interested about learning about it in the future. Okay, Thor 3.0, what do you have to conclude about the microbiome? Well, we ended up with four good guy points and only one bad guy point. Wow. So I'm definitely going to say that our microbiome is pretty good so far. Thank you for having me as a guest and goodbye. Goodbye, Iron Man 3.0, and goodbye to you. Thank you so much for listening to me and I greatly appreciate it. Have a super fragilist, super califragilistic XVL day today.